0: Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Jo, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Make That Money, Honey. Today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I find very interesting, and that is the difference between being rich versus being happy. Now the inspiration for this topic came up in a coaching call that I was doing last night with one of my one-on-one clients and this was with a young lady who I have just started working with and we were doing our second session which we were covering our money stories and our vision and the vision is not just financially focused but it's really what we want for the vision of our life and how do we foresee our life in the future. So when we do a vision exercise we cover eight different topics, which are business and career is number one. finances number two. Health and fitness is number three. Romance and love is number four. Family and friends is number five. Fun and adventure is number six. Physical environment is number seven. And number eight is self-development and growth. And what we do in the exercise is I get her or any of my clients to write a few sentences using the present tense and to be able to communicate that back to me in the following session. And what this session brings to light is how you envision your life as if you were happy, as if you have everything that you need and that you want out of life and that you have a sense of fulfillment. So you can use sentences like, I am a successful entrepreneur. I own my own business and I am making over $200,000 a year. I have freedom to work when I want. I have a partner who is loving and cares for me in the same way that I care for them. We have a monthly date night and so on and so forth. So under each category of the eight categories in this vision exercise, we write two or three sentences. And then when we go over the answers to these, uh, eight different categories, I ask The client to rate themselves on a scale of one to 10 of how easy or difficult that particular topic was for them to come up with their sentences for their vision. Then we dig a little bit deeper into which category was the most challenging and why. And often what I find is that when we are focused on happiness and career, they're often two very different things. So let's break that down for a second. When we talk about being rich or being wealthy, we think about having financial abundance, being able to pay our bills on time, be able to take holidays, start a family, live in a beautiful home, not have to worry about finances, not have to stress about finances. And to us, being rich is having a certain amount of money and that number is going to be different for everybody. And I'm going to give you a little story about what mentality I had when I first started out in my career in finance. So when I first started out my career in finance, I started on $55,000 a year. And before that, I was like, I will just be happy when I have my first job in finance, because it took me so long to get this first job. I was sending out hundreds of resumes and cover letters. I was a Canadian living in Australia. I didn't have permanent residency. I had no prior financial experience other than my education. So I said to myself, I will be happy once I have my first job. Sure enough, I got that job and I got my $55,000 a year. And then I started to say, oh, you know, I really wish I had more money so that I could afford to do more things and so that I could save and, you know, do this and that. So then I said, I will truly be happy when I'm making $70,000 a year. And sure enough, my next job, I was making $70,000 a year. And then after I was at $70,000 a year, I was starting to think, oh, you know, if I only could make $85,000 a year, I would truly be happy. And then sure enough, I got that, that pay raise and I got that education boost. So I got up to 85,000 and I kept saying that until a hundred thousand and then 110,000. I, and I ended up taking another job for the $110,000 salary. And I thought that because I was getting paid more, I would be truly happy because that was the amount that I needed to be in my mind, rich enough to be happy. Now, let those words sink in for a second rich enough to be happy and you know whether you use the word rich or wealthy or or whatever that is synonymous it, it doesn't really matter but the point here is i associated my value with a number and with with a happiness level that was like okay when i hit 110,000 i will truly be happy but here's the catch I hit 110,000 and it was a new job and I was super excited and there was all these promises made to me. And as soon as I actually started working in it, I realized it wasn't all that cracked that it was cracked up to be. I was working for a boss that I completely did not resonate with. I disagreed with, you know, we were, we were starting to argue. It was an unhealthy work environment for me. I didn't feel good about going into work every day. And I remember thinking to myself, I wonder what excuse I could use to call in sick today because I really just need a day to myself so that I can go out for breakfast, go to the gym, take my dog for a walk, regroup, realign my mental health, and just feel calm and relaxed again because I was so stressed, so overworked, was not getting the right training, and I was just burnt out. And I remember thinking this multiple times in my last month of employment at this job. And I was only six months into my employment. And I remember thinking, what can I say today so that I don't have to go into work? And then I remember thinking, there's so much more to life than sitting here in a job that stresses me out, that I don't feel good about coming into every morning, that I feel like I have to be glued to this chair, doing something that I am not thoroughly passionate about and working so hard at achieving goals to build somebody else's business. I just thought there's something missing here. There's something not stacking up where I have to bust my butt in order to increase somebody else's profit with the hope that I may reach my bonus. And then I took a long pause and I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I getting myself into a place of burnout, into a place of fatigue? I was coming home every day and I was bitching about work and I was complaining and I felt exhausted. I couldn't wait for it to be five o'clock so I could get the heck out of there. And I just remember thinking there's so much more to life than just earning a paycheck. And I let that sink in for a second. There's so much more to life than just earning a paycheck. So what I had previously defined as being rich was having this magical number of dollars hitting my bank account every month where I was like, when I reach this number, I will truly be happy. And I kept striving for it and striving for it and striving for it. And then once I actually achieved it, I wasn't happy. But now reflecting on that conversation that I was having with myself and then reflecting on a conversation that I was having with my coaching client last night, we were talking about the eight topics of her vision. And one of the ones that she struggled with the most to come up with the vision for her life and what what she truly felt was what she wanted out of life was the topic of fun and adventure. And so when I was explaining fun and adventure. We started coming up with a few examples of things that she did for fun. But at the end of the conversation, what I pointed out was that all of the things that she was doing for fun formed part of the category self-development and growth instead of fun and adventure. Now let's talk about why. So she was talking about how she wanted to improve her golf swing and she wanted to play in tournaments so that she could eventually win a tournament one day. But one of the passions of hers is golf itself. Now I explained that the difference between golf in self-development and growth and golf for fun and adventure were two very different categories. When she is out having fun with her friends and she's got a very tight group of girlfriends that she likes to play golf with, they go out and they make cute videos of you know swinging the golf club at the same time and TikToks where they're ma- wearing matching outfits. And she, every single one of these videos, she's just laughing her head off. And I think it is so great to see somebody truly living the meaning of fun and adventure. And that is happiness for her. Now, on the flip side, when we look at self-development and growth, self-development and growth really refers to improving yourself in some shape or form. And most people will think from an educational perspective, but it's not just from an educational perspective. Self-development and growth is really doing something that is goals based or an outcome or something that you want to achieve. So you're working at continuously improving one aspect of your life in order to achieve the next goal. So we look at self-development and growth from the perspective of golf, where she wanted to improve her swing. She wanted to get new clubs so that she could play a better game and play in tournaments and eventually win a tournament. But when we look at fun and adventure, it might be a day out on a new course with a couple of girlfriends, matching outfits, having lunch at the clubhouse afterwards, and laughing all day out in the sun. So when we look at the difference between being rich versus being happy, we must look at the breakdown of what being rich really means to us. And the conversation that I had with this client was that when we look at our finances, our finances are a facilitator for us to live our dream life. Now, this is why we do the vision statement. And some people think it might be a little woo-woo, or it might be a little silly or something like that. And so we look at this exercise, but we go, okay, What is it that truly makes us happy? Why do we work? Why do we earn a paycheck? What are the things that light us up inside? And for most people, when we really, really dig down to what they aspire to have in their life, it's more time and freedom and more time and freedom to do the things that they love doing. Now, whether that's a sport, a hobby travel, spending time with their kids, their partner, being able to participate at home, going outside and going for a hike or going skiing or whatever it is that the sport is that you enjoy. And we look at the things that give us pure joy and happiness and spending time with friends, going out to eat. And the reason that we attach a value to being rich or being wealthy is because we feel that we need to attach a certain dollar amount to our happiness in order to make that possible. But the problem is, is that the more money that we make, the more money we spend. And when we're constantly striving for earning more money, because we think that by having a higher salary, having a better income is going to make us happy. We are not realizing that we need to enjoy the process and actually be happy with every step of the way in order to achieve these different levels of income. So what I mean by that is if we're on that $70,000 salary and we say, oh, I will be happy when I have 85,000 because then I'll have more flexibility to be able to do more of the things that I want. We must also realize that we need to be happy with what we do have and make a conscious effort of being appreciative of where we're at. So it's all fair and well to say, well, we're going to be appreciative for where we're at and we're going to be appreciative of, you know, every step of the way, but the reality is is that life hits us, we have debts to pay off, we've got mortgages, we've got responsibilities, we've got childcare and rent or you know, all the things that life throws at us. So what we need to focus on is a combination of why we are striving for that next level so maybe it's that we can provide a better life for our family or achieve more within our business or our career and we also need to look at what makes us happy and have a differentiation between the two and realize that there are many things that make us happy that don't actually cost money And the reason that I say this is because after working with high net worth clients, when I was working as a financial planner in Melbourne, they were actually some of the most unhappy people that I've met. And it's really because when we put such financial pressure on ourselves to live a certain lifestyle, to have a a big house and kids in private school and a nice car and all the nice things, we put ourselves into high levels of debt, which put strain on our ability to earn an income and feeling like we are married to our job or our career, and we can't actually take a step back and really enjoy our life. So we end up working long, hard hours. We miss watching our kids grow up. We end up being stressed. So we self-medicate through alcohol or drugs or going away for a weekend that costs us a lot of money, but doesn't actually deal with the point of burnout, that we're causing ourselves this immense amount of stress and pressure because we are constantly trying to hit that next level with our income or constantly trying to chase our tail and pay for all of the things that we've acquired in this rich lifestyle. So while we're doing this and in the process of doing this, we are actually losing, losing out and missing out on the things that truly make us happy, which are spending more time with family and friends and watching our kids grow up and being able to travel and go away. And there's something to be said about short-term pain for long-term gain. But the problem is, is that some people get so stuck in the mentality of chasing that next level, constantly striving for more and bigger and better and keeping up with the Joneses. And and this rich mentality that they end up going through years and years of their life, not realizing that they're actually missing the point. They're actually missing the point of why we need to have that income or feel that we need to have that income in the first place. And that is to provide a life of happiness for us and our family. And when it comes down to it, some of us don't even really know what happiness looks like to us. And happiness can come in the smallest shapes and forms like watching your child take their first steps or going on a trip to visit your family in the countryside and just actually sitting down in front of a fireplace and playing games and having a glass of wine and catching up on life. So there are so many things that we associate happiness with wealth and being rich. And when we break it down in my coaching courses, or when we really look at our vision statements, we go okay, the two of them are actually not correlated at all. And when we are striving for that level of income or that wealth, we're actually deterring ourselves from true happiness because we have to miss out on all of the things that we truly enjoy in order to hit that next level. So my point here is that when you are working hard and hustling, there is a time and place for everything. I know myself personally, I'm in the hustle mode and I'm doing everything that it, that it takes to build my business. And I know that this will take a couple of years to get it really off the ground, but it's important to know that it shouldn't take your lifetime in order to build your wealth. It shouldn't take your lifetime of being constantly focused on promotions or hitting that next level so that you actually miss out on some of the most important years of your life. So I hope this has brought some clarity to you about the differences between being rich and being wealthy and also being happy and finding that balance of knowing when to say no at work, knowing when to put your phone away and put the work emails on do not disturb or disconnecting from work so that you can enjoy your home life and you can actually enjoy the activities that you really are working towards. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.jo. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.